0: you should say something it was good like one thing for the greater good of like the community one thing that you were like passionate about in yourself and then like one thing I think maybe it was like to give back to your specific college or something like that
1: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of I Can't Be the Only One. Today we've got Kier on the show Miss um, Kirsten Hicks. She's going to be my special guest for today. Um, this probably will not be the only time that you see her on here. Oh, uh, nah, she's okay. got some, she's got some wise words. But I'll go ahead and let her introduce herself.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm Kirsten Hicks. I've been friends with Tayo for many years now. He helped me get through time. undergrad. He's helped me get through adult. Young adult life. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you want? What do you
1: want to know about me? Anything. Anyway, she's she's done the same uh, to me as as helped me through a little bit.
0: We, well, little.
1: we we know we, we, I'm talking about. We met in like what? Was that? I knew you in seventh grade. I know who you were in se- like yeah, seventh grade. Yeah. 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 And then we got real close to college. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So today we're gonna be talking about. Um, I can't be the only one who feels like. I assimilate in the spaces that I am around or like any space that I come into I kind of automatically assimilate and the reason why I kind of brought Kira on is because Kier, <laughs> Kier ain't like that you Kira going Kira's gonna do whatever she wants to do so my first question to you Kira is how do you I guess establish that especially like being a black woman especially working in corporate America like how do you like just yeah like yeah like how do you like you make your presence known and yeah
0: um okay so I think it goes back to where we're from in Gwinnett I feel like we were introduced from a very young age to different people different experiences different cultures like we were just exposed to a lot of different things and I feel like we didn't have a choice but to be comfortable with that um and I can just be comfortable. Like it was just the norm for us. Very true. Um, so when it comes to now being in the real world and being surrounded again by so many different walks of life, I feel like it didn't really click to me that it was something out of the norm. Um, I think like a lot of people that come from a predominantly specific area, whether that's predominantly white, whether it's predominantly black, whether it's like, a specific socioeconomic status that they come from like I feel like our area Gwinnett in general is just very diverse and so I feel like that gave me an edge when it come when it came to getting to UGA like I honestly experienced a culture shock getting to UGA yeah. because it was very much not diverse compared to like where we grew up like and game. so yeah so I feel like honestly that was more of a culture shock to me than anything not having as much diversity um, so, yeah, I really do credit it to where we're from and how we were raised and just being around that already um, from a young age.
1: Yeah, I think you, you bring up a good point because I feel like I forget that we grew up in Gwinnett. And while we were growing up in Gwinnett, I don't know if it still holds this, this statistic, but it was, I want to say, the second or third most diverse county in the country. So yeah. like you, you you got all walks of life like mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't matter and that wasn't just across races it was across soco- socio I can't even talk socioeconomic statuses different di- different other things apart from just race, mm-hmm. um, so you bring up a good point there because like I didn't really necessarily think about that but I want to go back to like talking about when we got to UGA because we got to UGA it's like different like different. Like, you, you walk into a class, and you're, like, the, the only, only black <laughs> the yeah. only black person. Like, you, you, I'm talking, and not, like, and small classes.
0: Class, like, where we lived, yeah. where we went out, where exactly. we ate. Like, everywhere was very much, we were the only ones. And I feel like that's what made me consider transferring my freshman year.
1: You wanted to transfer freshman year?
0: After first semester? Yeah. If I hadn't met, like, Cheryl oh, and them. I didn't know that that they were UGA saving grace and having me on campus because I was very close to like wanting to transfer. I was just so out of sorts because I just wasn't used to that. Like you think that Gwinnett is like this, I don't know what people may think of Gwinnett, but Gwinnett is very diverse and I just was not used to not having that. So yeah, I very much considered transferring because it was just given a lot of the same.
1: A lot of the same. No, I think no, no. That's that's very true. I guess maybe because I well, I didn't know that, but like I think because maybe I I had I I had a sense of Gwinnett still. Yeah, I think that's what kind of kind of Best kept it because from growing up. Yeah, like I had Paulo, I had you, now. I had Hannah. Like it was just like it was a bunch of like there, there was like yeah. four different cultures in itself. Like yeah. right then and there. But, outside of
0: being with y'all, like I spent a lot of time with y'all freshman year. But like outside exactly. of being with y'all, like. That's when I was an engineering major like Oof. <laughs> it just was a whole lot and I was used to like even though Gwinnett was diverse and like Mountain View in general was diverse like I had my specific friend group when we all related in a lot of ways like more ways than one and yeah. so I was used to having like, those are my best friends from seventh grade through graduation so I was used to having like that core group of people um and I didn't have them, obviously, when we all went to different states and different schools and different that. So I just wasn't used to not having people that I could relate to more closely.
1: Got you. So when you talk about Saving Grace, Cheryl, like what, like what switch? Like you, was it like, that was like when, oh, bugger came into it yeah. and, and stuff like that. For yeah. those that, that oh, I can't even talk, for those of you who do not know, bugger stands for Black UGA. I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of self-explanatory, but yeah, plug it anyway.
0: So like even though I'm able to be myself and be comfortable in multiple different spaces, like you always need like a sense of home. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Cheryl was able to introduce me to. Gotcha. Like I didn't know about Buga like before yeah. what is it? Um the people, Georgia days, like they didn't come to Mount. Oh yeah, they that's the, <laughs> no like, yeah, no, let's they know. They didn't come to the White like the They didn't come, come to Gwinnett they went County. To, like, Decatur or no. Um. So yeah, I didn't so know light. what that was. Like, I didn't know about the Black Alliance at UGA. But yeah, Cheryl was one to introduce me. Um, took her long enough. We literally went to high school together. Yeah. And it was not until January of the second semester my freshman 20- January 2019. year, January twenty nineteen, I was introduced. And then like, like I said, I'm able to be in a lot of different spaces, but you need a sense of home. And like, I was able to find that within the Blacks.
1: Got you. No. I think, no, that's that's interesting because, like, I definitely relate mm-hmm. now when you're thinking about that because after freshman year, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I hung out a lot of white people freshman year. No disrespect to them. Great people. I made some great friends that I still talk to today. But it was like, okay, I want to have, like, some more things that align with me a little bit more. And it was weird going into, like, the bugger aspect because, though, people thought I was a transfer. They were like, oh, like, did you? Yeah, same. And I was like, no. I was like, no. that's how I got introduced.
0: Cheryl brought me to a party, and everyone was like, oh, like, who's your friend from home? And she was like, no, she goes here. And they were like, oh, "Oh, is she, like, a spring admit? And they were like, no. No. Like, she's been here.
1: Like, literally, that was my first experience in Tate time was, oh, like, are you a transfer? No, I was here. I just didn't, I guess interact. So where you guys were? Where were you guys? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like y'all didn't seek me out. I thought I, everybody just kind of knew. But I think, like you're saying, Georgia Days are like just yeah.
0: A lot of people didn't meet them meet, meet each other at, like Days weekend. Or, or like
1: Dog Camp Rise. I think that was another one that that folks met. Beats me. People out. But like I didn't. I really didn't know too much about that stuff. Like my sister did Georgia Days, but I thought it was only for for like girls. So like I didn't. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't do anything with it. But that's crazy so i guess transitioning from uga Mm
0: -hmm.
1: well no let's let's stay at uga for a second because like i think about how once you found that and once we i guess we both found that like Mm -hmm. still being in those spaces like okay like let's say like terry ambassadors for for example Yeah, yeah like how in certain certain uh well in terry in general like it was kind of like the same thing over again like you're like the only yeah black kid This not the third but like we were in terry ambassadors and like even some of the people that we were giving tours to it's just like there's no i felt like i had to be on my best behavior when i was giving tours <laughs> i felt like i felt like it was like hey like you can't you already you already look a certain a certain way especially because i would always have my haze, my hair and braids or my hair yeah in some type of way like you can't say anything out the norm if anything you just say something that they wouldn't expect to come out of your mouth so right. like i don't know did you did you ever feel that or did you kind of like how, how did you navigate that or like
0: no I honestly like thinking i guess just thinking to like terry and terry ambassadors i feel like i always got the best response when i acted or said or was the way that i was genuinely and i think yeah. that just goes to what people say like always be yourself like you're scared to be yourself sometimes because you're like, oh, what if it's to this or to that? But, like, genuinely, I always got the best response on, like, tours or, like, being in, like, group projects and group assignments and stuff like that. I always got the best response when I was myself and I said the things that I would normally say to you or to my mom or to yeah. anyone. So, honestly, like, I feel like that's, why, that's what's given me the space to continue to be myself and not have to, like, really switch up. I will say, like, obviously... The way that I go about, like, talking and being with people, whether they're young, old, black, white, is generally the same. But, like, obviously, like, there's an added layer of, like, professionalism or, like, an added layer of, like, respect if I'm, like, speaking to someone that, you know, is granted those things. But, like, in general, like, I'm still me. Like, the things that I say, like, they don't change, really. But I feel like I've always gotten a positive response to that. Um, so,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's why. No, I love that. Like, And even
0: when, like there's been times where i've been in group projects and like i've done something like good on an assignment and people have been like wow kirsten like actually good job and i'm like why actually yeah the actually you know? part is like
1: the is the crazy part <laughs> but like, like i
0: feel like that just also gives me an added reason to be motivated and keep doing what i'm doing and work as hard as i work because people will doubt you but like hmm, whatever that's on them like
1: so what do you do in, in the face of adversity the face of doubt like what is that like like that you unfazed or like yeah it, just like, doesn't it doesn't have
0: anything to do with me you know like you came into a situation with doubt that's on you you blocked your bussing. so like i'm always going to do what i do and it's always going to give me the result that i get and whether you believe that in the beginning or not like like i said it doesn't have anything to do with me like
1: you just stay true to yourself yeah i
0: can't i can't let other people's doubts or like worries or stressors like be my own because why would i you know
1: exactly no i think i think you bring up um good points there because like looking back there there's times that i'm like okay when i was a little bit more authentic like you got better results like it's just like I think there's just this latent fear sometimes in me of like, dang, like, they're already because I, I, I'm they already have a preconceived notion of me. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to prove you wrong. But yeah. I also but you I,
0: can't prove someone wrong if you're doubting yourself or you can't prove someone wrong if you're like going into it with apprehension or like true. no confidence. So like, yeah, whether it's like genuinely how you feel or whether you're like faking it until you make it like you gotta that makes do what sense you gotta
1: do because i I, like i don't ever want to like i still want to like i guess quote unquote prove them wrong but i want to i don't want to lose my identity within doing that and i think that's where the the balance comes into play of like how you're talking about having keeping professionalism keeping like i guess knowing your surroundings but then still being authentic yeah like i
0: feel like it is something you have to work on i don't think it's something that like it just comes naturally. Comes naturally, but I think, again, that goes back to my, my initial point of how we were raised and, like, the area and space that we grew up in. I feel like we're fortunate because of that. Um, but, yeah, I notice it all the time at work when I'm, like, in a conversation with, like, one of our ADs or, like, my business partner. Like, sometimes I'm like, ooh, maybe that was a little much for me to say, but, like, I've never gotten a negative response to it. Like, I've always gotten props because of it. Good. Like, Kirsten's, you know, like, Kirsten's very... They be saying a lot of stuff. Well, but, they be calling you
1: vibrant. Vibrant, yeah. You <laughs> just say like
0: stuff like that, like keep being the person that you are, like you know, like just always voice your opinions the way that you do. Um, Because I mean, honestly, like that's what they say about Generation Z. So I'm gonna live it to the fullest. Yeah, they do
1: say that that like we we'll, that we don't care that we we'll, mm-hmm. like we don't have a
0: not that I don't care, but like
1: we're we're gonna say how it is. Yeah. I I think I need to get more like you then and and be cause like. I would say that I have to gauge the waters or test the waters first. Because once I'm like, oh, like, you're kind of cool, whatever. Then it's like, oh, cool, free-for-all. Like, I'm, like, head first. Like, it's cool.
0: But honestly, like, working in Corporate America like we do, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air, I've noticed, for a lot of people that we work with, for us to come in and be as, like, full of life and, like, just so ourselves. Um... Cause they're not used to that They're used to like What they've been doing For the past 20 plus years Cause it seems like Everyone I work with Has been working for like 20 plus years Yeah But they're Just so Like
1: They're used to people Being like set by, in like, their ways Yeah They're yeah. so
0: amazed By the way that we come in With like Light and energy And like we're just like La 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 Like But oh. a hot Like in a good way
1: And thinking of different Ways to do things Instead yeah. of like Always doing the old way Or like I mean I be at work sometimes And I'm like I, sub- I teach somebody How to like do something that make that takes that makes their life their, so their life so much easier and they're like they think it's like the most profound thing ever I'm yeah like, I'm like no it just kind of makes your day go a bit quicker like you don't have to worry about doing this, so that's like that's an interesting you No know, that that you bring that up because I don't even think about that on a day to day it's just like yeah you just kind of go through go through the motions yeah, but man um another question that I had for you is Growing up, though, because, like, going back to that, like, I know we're jumping around here, but, like, growing up and it being diverse, did you feel like it got diverse at one point or was it always diverse? Because, for me, elementary school was very much, was kind of mirrored a little bit of what UGA kind of looked like. So, it wasn't up until, like, really, like, fifth-ish grade on. Mm-hmm in Gwinnett County that I really was like, oh, like we're actually diverse. Yeah. Or maybe it was just because I lived in Tequila and Tequila back then was like hick town. Really. Yeah. Hick town for real. I will
0: say like I guess we call Gwinnett diverse but like in the grand scheme of things, like it may differ between city, like some cities may be more one ethnicity leaning than the other. Yeah. But in general Gwinnett had the diverse aspect. But yeah, I will say like Maybe not for me, because, like, maybe the area that I was in was one of those areas that was a little bit mixed. Like, Buford was the area that I predominantly lived in. I lived in Kila at one point, too. But in Buford, I feel like it's always been a little bit mixed for me. So, I've always had a best friend that looked different than me. And a best friend that looked like me. Um, Guy best friends. Like, all ethnicities. Like, I feel like I was fortunate enough to have that. So for me i think it's yeah always been something that i've had even from elementary school um so yeah
1: no oh, wow. interesting yeah cuz i was like for me like
0: but i will yeah. say like there was obviously some spaces within that like my cheer team was not very diverse but i don't know if that was accredited to like my school or like yeah. the sport or like the sport just in general what that might have been but like yeah there was sometimes like growing up when i was in What they call it like a little little league one. Little league. For cheerleading? cheerleading? Yeah, Uh, like the Athletic Association cheer, like Rec. Oh I was Um, like I didn't I don't My team was always a little bit it was a little bit mixed and then like once I got to lower levels in high school it was a little bit like more white leaning. But then like when I got to varsity it was mixed again. So there were certain spaces obviously, but in the grand scheme I think
1: no I think I, th- I think now because you're bringing up memories I think that sports is also an area that where like that's where like the diversity came into place because like I grew up playing soccer mm-hmm. and I was around a lot of like hispanic people when I was uh, when I was playing soccer just because and it wasn't like as many like, there was white people there, but then it wasn't, like, it was, like, a, it was a good mix of everything, Mm -hmm. but then, like, I'm saying back into elementary, early days of school, it was, like, I was, my, a lot of my best friends in my early days were, like, white, nothing wrong with that, white people, but, like, it was just, like, when I got to, like, middle school, that's when, oh, things kind of changed, Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just, I guess it's kind of cool, or it's just different to see, like, how the very beginning mirrored somewhat of like the end of my the end of my schooling career Mm -hmm. but they both panned out well yeah so i don't know it's just like it's just an interesting thing to think about because i i feel like almost every experience shapes you in a different way or or like makes you go into certain situations with Mm -hmm. either preconceived notions or like just different different ways that you're going to act because for me i'm always thinking about okay what are how should I move in this situation? How should I act? but like or what should I do? but like even but like even within my own community, because we talk about going to UGA, right? Mm-hmm. UGA had two communities, but it, they still kind of somewhat intermingled and mixed like because like there was a predominantly African community mm-hmm. and then there was a predominantly like black community, and there mm-hmm. was people. That were in between. And there's like Greek life, and there's Greek, and yeah, and then there's Greek life too, as well. Like, and there was, and there's definitely different parts that like, that kind of just intertwined with each other. But there was definitely times where, like, I guess, quote unquote, code switching, like my voice would change hmm. around Black American people, but then my voice would change around like African people. So I was mm-hmm. just like, or or like what I would say, because mm-hmm. like there was not. Until I got, I guess, maybe more acclimated into it, that's when I was like, I, I would open up a little bit more. But, like, I kind of followed what was yeah. around
0: me. I feel like that kind of goes into, like, me not liking to be stressed out. <laughs> like, I don't have time to think about all that. You know, like, if I can remove something from stressing me out in a day, like, I will. And, like, thinking about, oh, my gosh, like, I'm talking to Tayo now. Like, let me make sure I'm saying this to him. And then, like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm talking to Kevin now. Like, maybe make sure I'm saying this to him. Like, I don't have time. I'm just going to talk
1: no and I love that about you because like <laughs> I think about like how like a lot of your friends like even from that UJ community are African yeah and granted, granted like everybody's Americanized but like there's yeah. still some times when there's some things that they are like that's like really like oh only African but you don't change to yeah. be like to like kind of switch or trying to like be like oh yeah you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it's, it's, it's just kind of always yeah, it's just always kind of cool I just vibe you just vibe just vibing <laughs> out you know cause it's just I don't know I'm I trying, to, I'm trying to get at. like that because I feel like post grad and being out of school I'm reflecting on it now more of like wow like you really you really said that or like you really <laughs> like there's sometimes when I think back you get that second hand embarrassment and I was like why did I yeah. even try and fit and in like in you're that always area?
0: granted to like experience things and like figure out what works for you and what doesn't like obviously like I feel like there was a complete shift in like me freshman year first semester and second semester um just because i think of who i was surrounding myself with yeah and not that i was trying to like be more like one group or the other but just because like maybe i was more comfortable or maybe i was uncomfortable in the situation or like like i was saying like first semester i'd didn't want to be there like the second semester obviously like i had a shift like i opened up more and like i just felt more comfortable with like where i was at and who i was surrounded by and like how i felt about myself that like potentially like it could have looked like oh my god like kirsten transformed so much but i don't think it was like because i was trying to fit in or anything like that like, i just feel like i became more comfortable with
1: with you myself
0: are. and who i was and like who i was with and who i was surrounding myself with and spending time with because you know they say your, what do they say like your, your,
1: your, your average of your five best friends. Yeah. So you're like the average you of know? your five closest friends. So. Yeah. not that that makes because I feel like I guess that switch that, that you that switch kinda came for me sophomore year, I think yeah. I think
0: Bozos.
1: <laughs> the Bozos. Shout out, them. <laughs> Shout out Bozos. <laughs> um but yeah, it that it came around that sophomore year time and like when I really started getting more involved in like black Organizations as well, because like mm-hmm. I wasn't, yeah. I was very much in the beginning. It was like SGA, and <laughs> I tried to do dog camp and all this other stuff. And when I got into some more black, uh black communities and and black organizations, or even SAC, but that's but like SAC was predominantly like there was just always a bunch of black people yeah. In there. Yeah, um, I feel like
0: it's benefited us. It, it is benefiting us, and like it will continue to benefit us in the end to have had a well-rounded experience like that. 100%. I should say like. When it came to involvement, dang, I used to say something. It was good. Like, one thing for the greater good of, like, the community, one thing that you were, like, passionate about in yourself, and then, like, one thing I think maybe it was, like, to give back to your specific college or something like that. Oh, I think, like, okay. my greater good was, like, SGA. My, like, passionate about, like, who I was was being a CA. And then, like, Terry ambassadors, I think. Terry yeah. I think it was something like that, but like, I feel like at the end of that gave me like very well-rounded experience.
1: No, yeah, I think it does, and I think that um, we somewhat followed each other. Like me and Kirsten were in a bunch of organizations together, mm-hmm. and whenever we were Terry ambassadors, we definitely we only we only did like did tours, tours together. together. Together, like they always knew that it was going to be. Or me, <laughs> yeah, or so. Yeah, it was either like uh, me and Kira, like nobody else. <laughs> but I think you kind of pushed me to still find those spaces that we that we were familiar with in Gwinnett at UGA because it was like the SGA's but then also like still black organizations Mm -hmm. and still being around our people but then also like like, I think back to, like, we learned how to play golf and, and, and Terry I'm Ambassadors. So <laughs> and, like, so that was fun. like a, that's a skill that I'm like, yeah, I'm actually happy. Yeah, I don't regret happy. anything about yeah. UGA. Like, 100% don't regret nothing.
0: Love our school. Go dogs, Go running national always. champions. And oh. I feel like it, it gave us a lot.
1: Yeah. So, no, I think that just reflecting, like, you kind of you helped me a lot. Not a little. Helped Shout me a out lot. me. Shout out Kier. All yeah. right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here appreciate y'all tuning in um thank you kirsten for coming on here and uh, reaffirming me giving me some wise words giving everybody some wise words um probably one of the smartest people i know
0: oh my god very
1: true um but you guys (laughs) stay tuned like comment subscribe um and as always i can't be the only one with these thoughts so i'll be back at you soon peace bye